welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, where we bring you real-life working mom stories, tips, tricks, and advice for thriving and surviving in motherhood, because you shouldn't have to experience working motherhood alone. Join our community of support as we discuss all of the things and how we get by in this sometimes crazy and imperfect journey of working motherhood. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Today on the show, I am talking to Tony Ann Mayembe, who runs the podcast Real Happy Mom and also the blog realhappymom.com. Tony Ann is also a full-time dentist and in the Navy Reserves. She understands how difficult it can be to juggle work and family. So her goal for her online presence is to help moms juggle motherhood work and self-care so that they can be a really happy mom. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about ways in which we can prepare for an awesome week as working moms without the chaos and overwhelm. And Tony and I dive into some really great and tangible tips and advice that you can take away to make your week feel way less overwhelming and, dare I say, make you actually excited to wake up on Monday and start your week. So without further ado, let us get started and let's dive into this interview with Tony Ann. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Today on the show, I have Tony Ann, who is from The Real Happy Mom podcast and blog. And she's here to talk to us about preparing for an awesome week without the chaos and overwhelm as working moms. Hi, Tony. Welcome to the show. And can you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit more about your family and your career and your podcast and what you're currently working on? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I really appreciate you letting me come on and chat with you. So yes, I'm Tony and I am the blogger and podcaster at Real Happy Mom. I'm also a full-time dentist and a reservist in the Navy. I have two little boys and they keep me busy. <laughs> and I have my husband too as well. So as you can see, I got a lot of moving parts going on here on my side. And I have just learned over time how to utilize systems and routines to make it work for me so that I can get all all the things done without losing my mind. But I started Real Happy Mom about two years ago and I started as a blog and then eventually incorporated the podcast. And my whole purpose and the big reason why I do it is just because I don't want moms to feel like how I felt when I was overwhelmed, exhausted, feeling like I was good enough, losing myself in motherhood. I wanted to help eliminate those things and have the conversation so that we can help moms, you know, be our true authentic selves, but also live without the overwhelm, the chaos and questioning our abilities and things like that. Sure. Yeah. I think that's a very common theme among a lot of us that are out here kind of creating content for working moms. I know myself was also the case. I kind of felt alone when I had my daughter and maybe there were resources, maybe I just didn't look and because I was so overwhelmed, I don't know. But I think that's great that we're all kind of out there helping each other and supporting one another. 
Yes, definitely. So what would you say, so you said you love kind of working on systems and figuring those things out for yourself and your family. What would you say is your kind of your favorite or your best system that you came up with that you can share with the audience? Yeah, so the one that I talk about the most, and it's actually a routine that I feel like is the biggest game changer as far as me having a less stressful week and it's the Sunday prep routine and I'm sure you've heard of other people talk about what they do on Sundays to get ready for the week but it's really amazing how when you get things ready on that Sunday it just eliminates you having to do so much preparation and so many things during the week and it makes things go by so much smoother and I know a lot of times people hate Mondays and they dread when Monday comes around but I'm the complete opposite I love Mondays that's like my favorite day of the week and people hate me for that because they're like why do you like Mondays even it's so funny my assistant she's like oh doc here she comes she loves Monday yes I do love Mondays and the reason why is because I'm ready for Mondays because I prepare on Sunday and so the routine just consists of a few things it doesn't take a lot of time and I think that's another misconception is that like oh I don't have time like no if you block out 30 minutes to do these things this will save you tons of time during the week and a lot of headaches and overwhelm so if you want to we can run through some of those things Kelly so that we can help some of the other moms on figuring out that Sunday prep routine. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, let's um let's run through some of those. Yes. So the first thing is getting your clothes ready for the week. And I know it sounds like simple and kind of like, oh yeah, Tony Ann, yeah, I do that all the time. No, 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 no. Like really look at the weather, see what's going on so that you can prepare for it that way. Also look and see on your calendar what you have coming up for the week. Do you have a special meeting? Do you have a special event? Is there a date night coming up? Is there a girls night coming up? Look at all those things and get your outfits and things ready. Because how many times have you had it happen where you're like, oh, I wish I could have worn that outfit or had that um dry clean, but it wasn't ready. So if you go ahead and get all those things prepared, you will have everything ready to go. So you don't have to think about it. And one more thing I forgot to mention too, Kelly, before I move on is about decision fatigue. And this is the reason why I like to prepare all these things because mm-hmm. it's moms, we easily get into decision fatigue. And if you're listening, you're like, what is she talking about? Basically, I like to think about us having about a hundred decisions that we can make in a day. And once we hit that hundred decisions, then either two things happen. One, you either make really bad decisions or two, you don't make decisions at all. And both of those are really bad. So the way to eliminate having to make decisions about things that are really not important and utilizing that decision power for things that are important, you want to take care of things in advance so that you don't have to think about it. So that's why it's so important to pick those clothes out on Sunday. So you don't have to think about it come Monday. All you do is grab it and go. So So for me, honestly, Kelly, like I get everything. I get my sock, I get my shoes, I get everything ready, like right there. So literally I just grab it and go, I don't want to think. So that's the biggest thing as far as getting the clothes ready, just having everything ready so that, like I said, you grab it and go. I love that. And actually some people might be wondering, well, what about during the pandemic? We're not getting dressed like if we're working from home all the time and stuff like that. But I can actually say that I have actually like laid out my workout clothes the night before. I've laid out just like a leggings and t-shirt that I was going to wear and it it actually did help a lot with the next morning so I love that that you just you lay everything out the weekend before I think that's great yes yes and it's funny how you think like oh no I can just grab that like no like what if you want to wear a specific top or you want like those particular type of leggings like it makes a world of a difference yeah yeah it really does and kind of going along with that I think laying out clothes for kids too is really a good, that's a good step too, because my daughter, sometimes she'll wake up 
and she has decision fatigue sometimes and it's like she'll kind of you know want to pick a different outfit or pick something but if I have something laid out most of the time she'll just go with it so it's like that's even a good step to do with your kids yeah yeah I a lot of time yes I would do that for my son but now he's in this phase where he doesn't like what I pick out or he changes his mind in the morning so (laughs) I don't do his clothes anymore I just let him do it um but the little one yes it is super helpful that's a really great tip so what do you have um another tip to share yes yes I got several more so just tell me when you want me to stop but the next one (laughs) I would say is getting your week planned out and I know that this can get pretty overwhelming um when you're looking at your week but I would say first look at all the things that you can't change. So, you know, you have to go to work at a certain time. You have to pick up the kids and drop them off at school. You have the doctor's appointments. Put all of those things on your calendar for a week. And then once you have all of that, then look at all those open time slots that you have, because I'm pretty sure you're not going to have every single, you know, minute of the hour filled up. But go ahead and block out time for yourself, because how many times as moms, we get to the end of the week and we're like, oh, I don't have time. Like, I don't have time for myself. No, 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 no. We're going to make some time. We're carving this out before we start putting in things for everybody else. So once you have that time, carved out for yourself, then you want to go ahead and add in all the other things. Like, you know, you got to go grocery shopping. You have to, you know, get your kids clothes for the school play or whatever it is that you need Mm -hmm. to do for the rest of the week. Go ahead and add in those things in, but making sure that you're paying attention to your kids' school calendar, because I know if kids are back in school, um, we want to make sure that we're keeping their activities and things that are going on at school, because I will tell you, I feel bad when I forget Wacky Wednesday or whatever (laughs) fun day they have at school. It's so important to pay attention to what's going on in their week. And then also look at your spouses and your partner's calendar so that there's no conflict on different events or meetings and things like that. So you know all of the different moving parts that are going on and you're prepared in advance. So you know Wacky Wednesday's coming up. So you got to get all those pieces together or you know that you have a really big meeting come Friday. So you know you have to finish getting that presentation prepared by Wednesday or whatever the case is. So you know how to plan and maneuver things. And yes, life happens, but I feel like life goes a lot better when you do have a plan. It doesn't throw you completely off. And I know I have some of my hippie friends that love to kind of just go with the flow. (laughs) which is great. But when you have kids, it doesn't work that well. So that's why having a plan for your week is so important. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, kids love structure. I've noticed with my daughter, like she functions so much when we have structure. And like you were mentioning about the school days and kind of remembering all of those. It's funny because she will let me know if I forgot something, forgot her blanket the other week because she still takes a nap in preschool. And she let me know for the rest of the night, mom, you forgot my blanket. And I had to use like a smaller blanket and it didn't fit over me and I couldn't go to sleep. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They will let you know. And funny story. Like I was like trying to be on top of things and I don't know, my husband took control of the schedule or something happened. And my husband takes my son to school and I know pajama day was coming up and my husband took my son to school in his pajamas he was the only kid in school with pajamas on and it's because he got the days mixed up so it's just like little things like that either forgetting it or doing it on the wrong day so that's why it's so important to have that weekly schedule so you know what's coming up and you know how to prepare for it yeah I love that advice and I know some people prefer paper planners some people prefer digital planners what is your favorite 
Yeah. So I'm kind of a hybrid. I like a little bit of both. So I do like to plan it out on paper because for me, I feel like there is a connection between, you know, getting something out of your mind and writing it out on paper. So I do like that aspect, but I will put things in my phone because I know I forget things a lot because I got squirrel brain. I don't know what happened after I had that second kid. I just cannot (laughs) focus for too long. So that's why it's important for me to have my calendar in my phone. So my, for instance, I got to meet with Kelly today. So I have a reminder going off like 10 times to remind me from meeting with Kelly so that I don't forget those things. So like I said, I'm kind of a hybrid and I do a combination of both. Yeah, I'm the same way. I still love my paper planners. I use the happy planner. I think that's a great one. It's a great layout. They always have like really good coupons too. If you're looking, if the listeners are looking for a planner, Michael's and Joanne Fabrics always have like 50% off all the time on those. But yeah, I agree. Like I'm a combination. I like writing things down. I've always been like a writer and like writing, jotting down notes and stuff like that. But I do use like Google Calendar and the phone as well. Yeah, it really helps out a lot. Those reminders, yeah, it's super helpful because one thing I have learned, Kelly, is that our brains are not meant to be storage devices. So (laughs) the more we can get stuff out and put it like reminders out, like the better things are for us because our minds are meant for processing information and coming up with solutions and things like that, not throwing everything we have to do for the week, like get it out and put it on paper or put it in your phone, whatever it is. Yeah, definitely. I think when you don't get everything out on paper or in your calendar, it just leads to really big overwhelm. Absolutely. For Mm -hmm. sure. Great. So what's another tip you can share with the listeners? Yes. So after you have your plan for the week and your clothes, I would definitely say making sure that you create a menu for your meals for the week. Because the one question that really irritates me at the end of the day is what's for dinner? Because I don't want to think about dinner. I just want to eat and go to sleep. (laughs) So having at least a menu. Yes, you can get really, you know, fancy and do like some really elaborate meal planning, which is amazing, but I'm not there yet. I'm working on it. I have gotten to the point where I can create at least lunches for the whole week, but I'm not there for dinner. But if at least if you have a menu, you know, okay, you, we're going to have chicken and rice this day. We're going to have tacos on this day. And you know what you already have in your kitchen, in your freezer, in the pantry. So it's not like trying to figure things out at, on a whim. And then you're frustrated because it's seven o'clock and you haven't even started dinner and the kids need to eat by 730 so they can be to bed by eight. So definitely sitting down and like I said, it doesn't have to be anything too elaborate. Just sitting down right now, Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday. What are you eating for dinner? What are you eating for lunch? So at least you know what you already have so you can pull things together and um, get dinner ready within a timely manner. Yeah, I love that too. Yeah, I my week always goes more smoothly when I plan things ahead for meals and especially for the dinners. So yeah, I think that's another great tip. Yes, yes. And it helps a lot too, because um, a lot of times, even if you don't, like, let's say you don't want to eat chicken and rice today, there's other things you can pick from that's already on that menu list. So it's not something that's set in stone, but it gives you that flexibility to change things up if you want to. Yeah, for sure. One of the things actually we started doing during the quarantine is just kind of stocking up on basics too. So we'll just have like down in the basement, like some shelves of like canned goods or like different basic things that you can just grab and that you can make a simple meal out of. So like if you do get to that day where you're like, I have no idea what to do, you can pull together something like really simple, really fast. Yes, for sure. That is a good one. So what's an, is there another tip you can share? Cause I'm loving all these tips. I think <laughs> the audience will like these and, you know, as moms, we're always looking to, to get more structure and try to 
just make our weeks go smoother. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I know it sounds really silly, but cleaning out your purse, (laughs) because how many times have you tried to find something and it was stuck (laughs) way deep down inside of your purse? So funny story, one day I was trying to find my keys and I mean, I was getting really irritated and really not nice to my husband. And I was like, where's my keys? Where's my keys? (laughs) I could not find my keys. I spent like 30 minutes trying to find my keys. My keys were inside of my purse. Like it drove me crazy. So if you have some of those like big bucket style purses, which a lot of moms do because you know we're trying to carry all the things it makes it really easy for things to slide down at the end of or the, the bottom of our purses and then get lost in the, the black hole down there so at the on sunday i would say take your purse dump everything out take things that don't need to be out and leave the things that do need to be in there in and then also if you do have those big bucket style purses like i do i would highly recommend getting a, a purse organizer so if you simply just go to amazon and just type in purse organizer there's some really nice ones and they're really inexpensive like ten dollars or, or i think i spent ten dollars or maybe even less than that and of course they, the prices can go up a lot higher too but it just puts a lot of little compartments in there so you can keep things organized within your purse so that when you're ready to find something, you can grab it and you can go. Yeah, that's a great tip that I haven't even considered. I, yeah, I, I've been in that scenario before as well, where I'm kind of just like looking for something and I can't find it and there's just a million things in there and it's overwhelming. <laughs> so yeah, definitely getting a purse organizer. I think that's a great tip that I wouldn't have even thought of. Yes. And like I said, it was funny because I think I found it on what's that one called? It's green. I forgot. It's another like app where you can get like discounted stuff. I don't remember what it was. And I got it. And I didn't think anything of it. I had gotten a long time ago and I never used it because I had at the time I was using really small purses. Mm-hmm. And then of course, as you have like little ones combine your diaper bag with your yeah. purse that gets really big. <laughs> so that's when I started using that purse organizer. And it's really, really handy. Yeah, that's awesome. So a lot of moms right now, this year, I guess, you know, overall with the pandemic going on and everyone just has like this sense of like overwhelm and trying to do everything. So what would you give like some tips to the moms who are still kind of managing their jobs from home, trying to manage their kids' school and trying to balance it all? What would you say to them? Yeah, so I I will tell you, it really helps one to, you know, make time to kind of just pause for a second. Cause I think a lot of times we're just kind of like, go, go, go moving so fast that we just kind of get lost in the shuffle. And then we look up and it's Friday and we're like, what just happened? So just taking a second to pause. And then, like I said, implementing a routine like this, where you can kind of plan and prepare Mm -hmm. so that even when life does happen, it doesn't throw you off completely and ruin your whole week. Because I will tell you moms, you know, things will happen. (laughs) That's just how life is. But when we're planning and preparing things in advance, it makes it so much easier. And then also too, also making time for yourself. Because I feel as moms, that is one thing that we neglect to do. I know I do it myself. Mm -hmm. We forget to do the things that we enjoy and to do things that light us up and also keep us creative. We kind of suppress those things. But if you take time to do those things that you really enjoy, you know, do the things that make you different or weird, I think will keep you feeling, you know, good about yourself. And then when things do happen, it doesn't really 
shake you that much, if that makes sense. Because I'll be honest, when I was at that point where I had completely lost myself and it was funny because like, I didn't know what I liked to do. I didn't know what my favorite foods were and things like that. I was just so irritable and so unhappy. But when I got to a point where I was doing the things that made me happy, yes, things were a little crazy around me, but it didn't bother me as much because like inside I was feeling really good because I was doing all the things that I enjoyed, you know, individually as just me by myself and collectively with my family too as well. Yeah, I definitely can relate to that so much. That's part of the reason why I created my blog online, why I created this podcast. I'm a writer. I love writing. So that is something that really like I can go do and feel like I'm fulfilling myself and I am filling myself up so I can be the best version of myself for my family. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I definitely think that is one of the best tips right there. Like a lot of moms kind of feel like they don't have that time to put into their day. But I always say like on my blog and everything, like even if it's just five minutes, like even if it's just like going outside for five minutes, clearing your head or walking around the block one time, even if that's all you have time for, I think it's so important to do it. Yes, for sure. And it really helps kind of center us back again. So we're not just kind of like spinning around going crazy. So yeah, definitely. If you have just five minutes, mom, take five minutes and then you can build yourself up to that 30 minutes in an hour that you need to really do those fun things. Yeah, for sure. So that kind of leads into the questions. So I always have like a kind of a lightning round just to get to know the guests and more about you and what you're working on. And so I always ask, so what would be your non-negotiable practice that you have to do no matter what, even though it's maybe only five to 10 minutes a day? Yeah. So I started waking up early um, when I had my second son. I was not a morning person, but he would be up literally at like four o'clock in the morning, like every morning. And so I have just kind of carried that practice on. And so my alarm goes off at 4.30. I'm not saying I get up at 4.30 every morning, <laughs> but I I want to get up in the mornings. And I know my husband gets irritated with me because he's like, oh, just stay in the bed and let's wake up together. But it's like, I need that time for myself. Yeah. you know do just a little bit for me before everyone wakes up and the day starts so mm-hmm. that is like my non-negotiable time so that's time that I'm spending either doing some meditation some devotionals or exercising because I will be honest we had talked about this earlier I kind of wasn't doing the best and gained a lot of weight and so now I'm trying to get back into the swing of things and exercising in the morning is like having two cups of coffee like I feel great so I am like trying to make sure I do it every morning so I would say that morning time and it's literally like sometimes it's only like 30 minutes because sometimes the kids wake up early but on great days it's like an hour and a half two hours depending on how things are going so yeah having that is like my non-negotiable time yeah yeah that's amazing and so important I definitely agree doing something first thing in the morning and even if it is half an hour it's just it completely puts you in a different mindset when I don't do it or when I didn't used to do it all the time in the past, I just felt so like negative and it would put me in a bad mood before like I even started my work day. And I just noticed a complete difference when I do get that time in. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. So what would you say, say you're having like a really kind of hard day, things aren't going right. What would be like your favorite working mom hack to kind of turn the day around and make it, you know, more positive or kind of guide you in a positive direction. 
Yeah, and I know that what I'm going to say is probably going to irritate some people because it irritated me the first time someone told me this, and that is to breathe. <laughs> because I will tell you, when I get really worked up, like I'm breathing really fast and blood is pumping and I'm about charged over someone. So when I take time to just like stop and take some deep breaths, that helps to calm me down and to get me out of that flight or fight mode and help me to actually think clearly and not in all those emotions and, and frustration that I'm feeling at that time. So that has been the biggest thing because I remember one day I think I was talking to my boss because I love talking to him because he's always like rainbows and butterflies. Everything's always great. It's perfect. Nothing's going wrong. It's a great day. And he always catches me when something is going on and I'm about to, you know, just go off. And so he caught me one time and I promise I just sat there for a second and I just breathed in deeply for about three to five seconds in, three to five seconds out. And man, let me tell you what, I was so proud of myself. I had to pat myself on the back. I was like, (laughs) you did it, girl. But it really helps. And I know it's so annoying to hear people say, oh, just breathe. But it's not just breathing, but breathing the right way and taking those deep breaths to calm yourself down. And if you need help with that, go on YouTube (laughs) and look that up because I I am not the expert on it, but there's some awesome people out there that can help you with that if you need help. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I I do that often, just kind of take a few beats to breathe and calm down. And I'm a fan of yoga too. So I kind of, that is one of my like non-negotiable practices. I try to do at least like five minutes of yoga a day and it, that breathing comes in with that yoga. So it just like, it's in the back of your mind. Like it does make a difference if you're doing it like properly. Yes. Yes. It really helps because it's so funny how when you're so worked up, how everything just feels like you're about to, like I said, go charge and run over someone. But once you slow down, like you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, I can handle this. Oh, this is easy. Like it's so much better when you kind of calm yourself down and get to that relaxed state. Yeah, for sure. So who would you consider people that have really influenced you, like your favorite authors or experts or other podcasters that have had a great influence on you? Yes. So I am a podcast junkie. I love my podcast. (laughs) And some of my favorites are Kara Harvey's The Purpose Driven Mom. I love Kara. I love listening to B-School. I love listening to, I was just listening to her the other day. Why am I having a blank? It's another really great one that I was just listening to yesterday and it was really good. But I love listening to podcasts and those really help me out a lot. I listen to a lot of business podcasts too. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they're so mom related, but it does help help with life too but I love listening to all those things and hearing you know how people are doing things and how they're overcoming it those are super helpful yeah definitely I always write down new recommendations out of these interviews so I'm gonna check out the Kara Harvey yeah I yes that's my girl (laughs) I love listening to business podcasts too those are some of my favorites yes definitely and then there's a lot of other podcasts like specifically for like blogging and podcasting and um, some of the other things that I do too and it's crazy like how many different types of podcasts are out there so I know moms are listening to this podcast so if you have other interests yeah definitely just hit in the search bar like different things that you're interested in and you'll find some really great ones out there yeah I can get lost sometimes in the search bar like I'll be like um well you know I want to find out about meditation or I want to find out about like healthy living or and you just keep searching and then you keep finding more and more recommendations and you're like okay I gotta stop like I can't keep adding like a thousand like I'm not gonna get have time to listen (laughs) to all of these but but there are so many good ones out there Yep, been there, done that. (laughs) 
So what are you currently working on either, you know, in your blogging or your podcasting, your business or online that you're most excited about? Yes, yes. So I am most excited about the Real Happy Mom Tribe, which the doors will be opening up for that very soon. And that is a membership for working moms who are trying to get clear on their priorities and values, implementing self-care, and then also getting those systems and routines down packed so that we can live a life without the overwhelm and have time to do the things that we enjoy. So I am super pumped about the Real Happy Mom Tribe. And like I said, the doors will be opening up for that here pretty soon. And if you're interested, you can go to realhappymom.com slash tribe and we can get on the wait list. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I was just about to ask, where can people go? So yeah, that's great. I think that's something that is so very needed. And I hope people take advantage of that. Yes, definitely. Where do you hang out most often online? Yes, so you can find me at realhappymom.com, but I love to hang out on Instagram and Facebook at Real Happy Mom. And yeah, Instagram has been my place here lately where I like to hang out the most. So definitely come over, say hi to me in the DMs so we can chat and have conversations. Awesome. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I really enjoyed this and I love talking about all the systems and organization stuff. I always have like grand plans to systemize and organize my life and I'm actually going to try to start taking more advantage of those things. So, and I know the audience will get really a lot of value from it too. So thank you so much. And I really enjoyed having you on. Yes. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening in today to Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes of this episode for all the links to what we've talked about today. Also, head on over to theworkingmomcollective.com to sign up for my free five-day challenge for creating a working mom non-negotiable routine. We've all been there stressed out, burnt out, and overwhelmed as working moms handling all of the things. My free challenge will walk you through step-by-step my exact method for creating a working mom routine that takes you from burnout to actually waking up and feeling great about your day. And finally, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review if you have a few minutes. Tell your working mom friends and anyone else that might be interested in this content. I'd love as many moms as possible to gain value from the podcast. If you'd like to nominate someone or yourself to be a guest, please contact me at kelly at theworkingmomcollective.com. I am so happy you chose to listen in today. And I cannot wait to dive into next week's topic with you.